0: So excited today. I'm always excited with our guests, but today we have a very special guest. She's been with us before. Loved what she had to say and she has some special things for us today. With me today is Stacy Francis. Hi Stacy. Hi and happy new year to everybody. Absolutely. Happy new year back to you. Stacy, before we get started with questions, will you just give our listeners a little bit of your background, please?
1: Yeah, um so I'm an uh, independent financial advisor, um, a certified financial planner, uh, but I never expected to be in this field. In fact, I was the girl who sat in the back of math class. I did not raise my hand. <laughs> and I hoped that uh, no one would see me. Um, and so it may be kind of curious, particularly to, you know, your listeners of, um, mm-hmm. you know, how do I find myself in this position? Um, I, I grew up and I found out the hard way how important it is, particularly for women to understand money and really be empowered around their finances. Um, my dearest person in my life, um, my, my grandmother, she shared with me that she felt financially trapped and, Mm -hmm. um, it actually for her was a, a very dangerous situation. She had an abusive marriage. My grandfather was, was really not a nice person. And, uh, it became so violent that she ended up passing away from the abuse.
0: Oh dear. So,
1: you know, Kathy growing up as a little girl, seeing this, you know, losing mm-hmm. your, the person you love in your early twenties, right. um, knowing that she felt like she couldn't leave, even though she wanted to, even though that we mm-hmm. said, please, we'll do everything at, at how powerful it can be for women who, who feel trapped or just, don't mm-hmm. have the support, don't have the financial knowledge, you know, and I have to say the vast majority of, of women, even millennials, studies have shown once yeah. millennial women get married, of all the generations, they have least agency over their money, right. even less agency than the baby booners or, mm-hmm. you know, the greatest generation. So, you know, it's not just one generation or another. Right. It's really important for us, especially because You know, eight out of 10 women, we're going to be on our own
0: at some point in our life, right? That's right. That's absolutely right. And even if you may not be alone, you may be in a position in your marriage or your relationship where your partner becomes ill and is no longer able to take care of the finances and maybe even not able to coherently explain to you what to do, where everything is. I, uh, I I was more fortunate in that in any relationship I've had, I've always been the caretaker of the finances, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I knew where the money was. But even knowing that, there was still a surprise or two for me after Tom died. My husband died. I didn't know, for example, that he had insurance with a previous employer. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. somebody from that company reached out to me and said, you might want to check this. I did, lo and behold, three and a half weeks later, something like that. I think it was about three and a half weeks later. I got a check for $15,000. That's unbelievable. That money could have been sitting there all that time. Yeah. So this is extremely important, ladies. And today, Stacey's going to kind of drill it down a bit she has some strategies, financial strategies for widows mm-hmm. for 2023. Now, even if you are not a widow, I still encourage you to listen in. You may know someone who's a widow. Maybe it's a yes. sister. Maybe yeah. it's a cousin. Maybe it's your neighbor or another coworker. Listen in because this is important. In fact, I'll go further. I'll say it's critical. All right, Stacy, what have you got for us? Financial Strategies for Widows for 2023. What's first on your list? You know, so the first thing um, is
1: actually some someone, you know, whatever your situation is important, but especially for widows, is getting a really good handle on your spending. And the reason why this is so important for 2023, it's important for, for two reasons. Number one, for the vast majority of us, our spending has increased over the last couple of years for two reasons. Right. In 2020, we had bare bones budgets yeah. and you know, we, we, couldn't, we actually couldn't spend, right? Because mm-hmm. we couldn't really leave our homes. And secondly, over these last couple of years since 2020, inflation has been you know, some of the highest that we've ever seen it um, in you know, recent, recent history. Mm-hmm. And going to the grocery store, a $200 shop now is $275, mm-hmm. maybe even 300 Um, And we're really feeling it. And for most widows, they are on a budget. So what to do in 2023? Right about now, in the beginning of of the year, you receive from every credit card Mm -hmm. that you hold. Typically, they're going to send you a report. And this report is going to have a full comprehensive listing of all of your spending in 2022. And what's fantastic about this, Kathy, is they actually categorize it for you. So they Mm. put it into the categories for you so that you can, in 15 minutes, get a real clear picture of exactly where your money's going on your credit cards. And so it's a wonderful way to to really have true transparency Mm -hmm. about where you're spending your money. And then the second thing is is to go back through those statements for your checking account, because we know that many of us, um, you know, we may be paying the mortgage from our checking account, right. uh, large checks, and you can ask and, and make sure that you get a yearly summary and go right online and do that. You can even download it from online to an Excel sheet mm. so that you can easily go through and track right. um, all the different spending. So, that's the number one, I would say, because uh, wow. for the vast majority of people, they underestimate their spending mm-hmm. by thirty to forty percent a year. So that if you much? ask someone how much do you spend a month, they'll give you a number. They're typically off by thirty to forty percent. Wow! And, and do you think they overestimate what they're spending, or Kathy, do you think they underestimate?
0: I think they probably underestimate. You got it.
1: Yeah, we we yeah. underestimate. You know and. Yeah. We, we forget about, you know, the dog license. We forget about those impulse buys. You, you went to a, you know, a, a craft fair and mm-hmm. you really weren't there to buy anything. But funny enough, we, we walk away with a few things. Right, right. And so once you take a look at that information, look at are there any reoccurring subscriptions that you don't use anymore? Right. Are there any um, subscriptions or, or dues that you're paying for your spouse that has passed away? Are you paying for the price of two people for that when you could be paying a lower amount for now one Mm -hmm. person? Um, And then look at the other things of, you know, what were the things that were impulse buys? No judgments, but if you need to reduce your spending to get it Mm -hmm. in a sustainable place to put you on a path to financial security, then where can we look at in that budget that maybe we spent a little bit more than? Than we would have, or we spend right. money on things that weren't those necessary things that we, we need.
0: Right, right. One quick question on the first piece that you mentioned, when the credit cards send you uh, like a snapshot of the previous yeah. year, that does not include debit cards, correct?
1: So the debit cards, you can go and get that online too. Okay. Um, uh, Some debit cards will do that for you. Okay. Um, not not all. You we tend to see the credit cards be okay. more of the ones that are sending the year end okay. summary. All right. But for everyone, even if you don't get that paper summary in the mail, you can go online to your account. Okay. And um actually sometimes the reports don't come out for a little bit later. You can go online and I I you know, this time of the mm-hmm. year already,
0: it's ready to go. Okay. All right. That's very interesting. And I'll just pipe in with a couple of comments. My mailbox every day is inundated with Mm -hmm. envelopes. And so many of them, when I look at them initially, oh, junk mail, junk mail, junk mail. I encourage everyone, do not just make a judgment by what you see on the outside of the envelope that it is junk, especially for widows. You could be tossing out something that you weren't aware that you even had. So I encourage you to open every single piece of mail you might think that's going to waste your time, but trust me, you could find out that you were missing. You would have missed something very, very important. And as mm-hmm. far as the credit card reports, again, for widows, you may find there was a credit card you weren't even aware of. So mm-hmm. that's the other piece. So make sure you match those reports with the credit cards you are aware of. Yes.
1: And if you want to f- discover, if there are credit cards out there that you didn't know about or are attached mm-hmm. to your name, just go to annualcreditreport.com. It's an online site. Uh, you can go, and I did this actually for a client of ours. Mm-hmm. It took me five minutes to order her credit report. So this is different. The the summaries of your spending from the credit companies, MasterCard, right. Visa that's the summary of your spending from the previous year. Uh-huh. Your credit report is a list of all of your credit history, all the different credit cards you have, okay. as well as your score. And you get that from Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Those are the big three right. credit. And the way you get it is you just go to annualcreditreport.com. And I encourage anyone who um, has you know, gone through the death of a, a spouse, Mm-hmm. because you will see on there if there are you know credit cards that you didn't know about mm-hmm. auto loans home equity lines of credit wow. um outstanding medical bills mm-hmm. that maybe were not paid from you know your spouse's okay. last uh care in a hospital it's very helpful and also it doesn't hurt your score to get these superannualcreditreport.com Exactly, and and I'll make sure that I give that to you, so you can put that okay. in the show notes. All right. Again, it doesn't hurt your credit to get this, mm-hmm. and also, um, it it doesn't cost anything; it's free of charge. That's super. So, so there's no no negative. And when you go on there, you have a choice to get either one or one from each of those three: okay. Experian, TransUnion, Equifax. I would say get one from all three because sometimes mm-hmm. one will catch something right. where the other one doesn't. And I agree with you, Kathy. Open all of mm-hmm. those emails. open all of that that mail, because if you're not sure you have you know all the assets mm-hmm. of your household, if you're getting a piece of mail or an email from a financial institution, usually there's some type of an account right, there,
0: right
1: Right? And so it helps you start to put together. Um, essentially, what my second recommendation is is once you really understand what your spending mm-hmm. looks like, really understand what your assets are, right? And looking at what's in your checking, the mm-hmm. savings accounts, any taxable brokerage accounts, right. um, and then retirement accounts, IRAs, four hundred one k's, pensions, you know, so that you can see see what you have, mm-hmm. and that's going to help make a good determination of right. what is the amount that I can live on
0: in a sustainable way. Right. One quick mention on email, read the email, but don't click on any links in it mm-hmm. because yes. it could be a fraudulent email. It could be something that they're just trying to get your information. So if you find something that you want to know more about, and it says, for example, KeyBank, just disregard the email, contact KeyBank exactly. and ask them. You know, I got an email yeah. Is where you're trying to reach me. So don't click yeah. on anything in the emails. Or if you're not sure, find someone that you know that's pretty savvy with computers and technology, and they can help you as well. I just didn't want anybody to fall prey to some hoax or fraudulent attempt.
1: Yeah, where they, they put spyware, spyware oh, and, and everything, and, and there's that, so, so many of them. Okay,
0: Stacy, continue on. So...
1: In making 2023 the year where you make the most of your money, um, you know, once you you know exactly what you're spending and you've put together that, uh, you know, we call it a statement of net worth, you know where all Mm -hmm. your assets are, it's getting clear about is this enough for me? We've got some great worksheets that um, I will share. I wrote a beautiful resource guide for widows and helping them with their finances. So we'll put a link to that. There's some um, really helpful. Charts and and also worksheets to use to help you create that mm-hmm. not only the budget but also um, a, a listing of all your assets. What I want to teach today is some some advanced financial forecasting. Okay, that's going to allow you to know am I on track? And what's great about this, Kathy, is that it's actually pretty simple. So I want to talk about what's called the four percent. Withdrawal rule, the 4% withdrawal rule. Okay. And it's really straightforward. If you have a million dollars at retirement, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can relatively safely withdraw 4% of that value. So $40,000 for that year. And that amount puts you in a very good place such that that portfolio should not be depleted for a good 35 potentially even 40 years. Wow. So that means that if you're age 60 mm-hmm. and you, you know, expect to live a nice long life out to 85, 90 even beyond, mm-hmm. if you're taking a distribution of 4% a year, then you are putting yourself in a very a very financially safe place of of being able to have that portfolio to rely on for the next several decades. Interesting. Now, a lot of people, when you say, if you have a million dollars, I don't have a million dollars or, you know, no. not, not many people do. So what does that mean? Well, there are other sources of income. And one of the most important things we can do as widows is to understand our social security benefits, right? right? And for a lot of individuals, it's something that's neglected. Mm-hmm. Many women can go and collect a social security benefit on the benefit of their deceased spouse and they you can look at is their benefit higher than yours mm-hmm. and all you have to do is go to this website ssa for Social socialsecurityadministration.gov it will give you the phone number of the social security office in your neighborhood your, your region And you give them a call and you give them all the information about your spouse, Mm -hmm. their birth date, their Social Security. They will look up their benefit. They will look up yours. And they will make sure that you have the most advantageous, most lucrative claim strategy. And it could be that you claim on your spouse's until you reach age 70 and you switch and you claim on yours because at age 70, your benefit is higher than his would really there are a lot of different ways to do this but what i have to say is and it's a little bit of work i want everyone listening to call that social security office not once not twice but three times and make sure that the advice you're given is the same from all three professionals why is that because there are as we know in this world all different levels of expertise. Mm -hmm. And that is true also with the Social Security Administration. And when we're dealing with widow's benefits, survivor's benefits, and your own Social Security, it's one of the most complicated topics and issues to understand about Social Security and how you most lucratively make that claim. And so we have fancy modeling software where we actually can model this. And it tells us exactly what the best thing is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have a financial advisor. So you just call. And what we do, just to kind of test out what we're doing, is we call and see if they give us the same claim strategy. And usually they do. But every once in a while, someone will give us something completely different. Wow. So we call back. And then that second person uses gives us the same claim strategy we said. Mm-hmm. So just you know, kind of, I I know this is really bad, but as a teenager, sometimes if my parents wouldn't give me the answer I wanted, (laughs) I would just ask again. Uh Now, well, I have to tell you, in this case, it's a good thing. Um, (laughs) So it's just, you know, making sure that the advice you're giving, that you've got two professionals from the Social Security Administration that, that have told you that.
0: That's very interesting and very sage advice. That's great. It is, and and
1: especially for women, because you know, you a, a lot of people kind of poo-poo mm-hmm. Social Security. Uh, it might only be a two thousand dollar benefit year, you know, per per month or or, or three thousand. But I will tell you that that modeled over a lifetime, the difference between a two thousand dollar benefit and a higher three thousand mm-hmm. dollar benefit can be literally, mm-hmm. you know, tens maybe even $100,000 in difference sure. of your benefit. And it allows you to have less stress on how much you have to pull out of that portfolio. Mm-hmm. Because if you can have $30,000 a year coming from Social Security, and you know, then maybe that portfolio, whatever the value is, the 4% withdrawal rate that we talked about, maybe that is enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is enough. Mm-hmm. It might not be, but
0: maybe it is enough. Right. Now, can you explain if you know, why at age 70, the benefit for women goes up. So
1: it, I, it it's for men and women. Okay. Um, and actually, the benefit increases starting from age 62 all the way up to age 70. And the longer you wait, the higher your benefit will be. Right. Each year, your benefit goes up by 8%. Mm -hmm. Um, This year, it went up by 8% plus an inflation rate, which was another 8%. So, wow, it really went up. And the reason why we say for most, in particular, women, it makes sense to claim on your benefit at age 70 Mm -hmm. or wait for the the, the latest benefit is because the way that the the higher dollar amount that you're going to be claiming at age seventy, even though you're you know not claiming for the previous years, typically if you claim that higher benefit and live to age i think it's like eighty six or age age eighty seven that's the mark where if you can get out to that age and then beyond it's better for you okay, but what I want the women to listen to today is, yes, you can wait to claim on your benefit till age 70, but don't forget that you as a widow have the ability to collect on your husband's benefit through a survivor's benefit. You might be entitled to a widow's benefit. So you'll be collecting potentially on his benefit and letting your benefit continue to grow at 8% each year. 8% 8% each year. And then when you get to mm-hmm. age 70, take a look of like, which, which, which one is, is better. the better one? Right. It could be that your benefit has grown mm-hmm. so much that by switching to yours at that time, it might be a better thing. And there are lots of details. Sometimes it's better to switch before. But um, of course, there's beautiful so- social so- security software that us as financial advisors use. But you can also get this information, like I said, just going to ssa.gov
0: and um, giving a call to your local office. Right. But you have to contact them because they're not going to say to you. No, they are not. Yeah. Which one would you like to collect on? They're not going to offer you that option. So if you don't know that that exists. Yeah.
1: And I want to give another great resource. Um, I shared about. My grandmother, I ended up creating this beautiful charity called Savvy Ladies in her honor. And for 21 years, we've been working uh, with women pro bono. Mm-hmm. And there are two great resources for all the women listening. The first one is we have a, a social security webinar that is given by an amazing woman called Mary Beth Franklin. She's one of the top social security experts in the world. Mm-hmm. And I can't encourage everyone listening enough. Go to SavvyLadies.org and look up Mary Beth Franklin or look up Social Security and please watch that because she talks through all of these things and just makes it so understandable and arms you with the information you need. The second thing is that our charity offers a beautiful helpline Mm. that can help you with your Social Security questions that you have. As I said, us as financial advisors, we've got this fancy software that we can do this. And the helpline will match you up with a certified financial planner mm-hmm. to work free of charge on the phone or Zoom, however, for one hour. And these are some of the top financial experts out there. And I have to say, it's, in fact, some of them get to work with Marybeth Franklin, wow. which is phenomenal. No. And it's all it's all free of charge. And there's, we don't income test. So wherever, whether you have a dollar in your pocket or you don't have a dollar in your pocket, Savvy Ladies is there as a great resource. And the helpline. You can go right online. We actually made 2,500 matches between wow. women and certified financial planners last year. Uh, this year, I think. I think Kathy. I think we're going to be You're doubling beat it. it. Double. It's really
0: phenomenal. Wow. Well, I hope everyone that I mentioned it to and I passed the word quite a bit. You or... may
1: be a big reason. We had that
0: pretty... <laughs> well, I can't quite claim right. it because we're not asking how did you get here, but. Um. Yeah, I promoted it substantially in in a lot of different places uh, when I was asked to speak to an audience or something. Okay, so the time is slipping by quickly. Do you have know, something know, else for us?
1: Um. This is the last one, and I'm okay. not saying this to scare anyone, but there are a lot of very well-meaning family members, mm-hmm. friends that are going to tell you what to do with your money. Right. And... If they are a certified financial planner, if they have at least 10 years of experience, mm-hmm. if they're a fee-only and fiduciary advisor, listen. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. However, I can tell you, the vast majority of your friends and family members are not, and they probably don't have expertise of working with widows. Right. So what you say is, thank you so much. I will take that under consideration. Okay. And then you either reach out to your financial advisor or reach out to a friend who is a widow, as well, and Mm -hmm. ask her, what do you do with your money? Mm -hmm. Who is your advisor? And eventually you're going to find someone who has an advisor that they rave about. Right. And the reason why I say this is that the decisions you make in these first few years after losing your spouse can make or break your long-term financial security. That's absolutely true. It is. And we're not at our best. Mm -hmm. We are... I mean, overwhelmed beyond. That's right. You're dealing with so many, so much financial minutia, mm-hmm. so many financial decisions. We often, I mean, I know myself when I feel that way. I kind of just want to give this to someone else to take care yeah. of for me. Yeah. Um, but I have to encourage you. Don't be that person. This is too important. Mm-hmm. Get a great advisor and make sure that you understand what they're doing. And if they explain how they get how they charge and you don't understand, mm-hmm. guess what? It's not your fault, it's Absolutely. their fault. And you may need to interview one, two, or three advisors. But what I'll do is I'll also send to you, Kathy, I have a great list of questions to ask an advisor. Super. So that when you go out there, you know what questions to ask to make sure that you're getting someone who is really going to do a great job for you.
0: That's super. Now is that list of questions also available on your website? It is on our website. Okay. Yes, it's
1: buried, but um I can give you the the link so we can give a link to you too. Yeah, and that would our be Our website great. Um, yeah, our website is www.francisfinancial.com. Mm-hmm. Um and so the story is at 26 I launched this beautiful charity. Mm-hmm. I uh, called savvy ladies. Uh I was I was 21 years ago. And then the year after when I was 27, I realized I had to find a way to pay for this charity. <laughs> and uh it's been the last two decades that I have um it's my own independent wealth management firm. Mm-hmm. Um and we work primarily with women who are widows or women who are going through divorce and I mm-hmm. absolutely adore what I do. And what's wonderful is that uh so much of what we're able to do because We're able to be so successful. Uh, We were the 11th fastest growing firm in the country last year. Um, We're able to donate a huge amount to Savvy Ladies and really give big to be able to make a difference. So yeah, you can go to uh, Mm www.francisfinancial.com. You'll see there's a white paper for women, widows, and finances. We also have one for women who are thinking about or going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of really helpful tools there and worksheets to to make this as easy as possible.
0: Yeah, I, I can't say enough about the resource that you have for widows that's available yeah. on your website, on the Francis Financial website. I read through that, I saw all the worksheets, and I thought, where was this when I needed it? It, you know, it wasn't, I didn't know about it, of course. And I will say also that in that resource guide, you even have a section for the widows of veterans because that's. Yes. Yes. That's a that's whole another, piece of another color. That's an entire podcast. <clears throat> that That is. That is absolutely. so, And can yes. be very difficult to navigate. So, okay. We got through all your strategies. And there's so much valuable information in everything you said today. And I know it was targeted for widows. And I appreciate that on behalf of all widows. But I think there's still a lot of valuable information in there for all females, all females, regardless of where you are in your relationship status. Even if you are partnered, even if you are married, it is critical that you understand where your money is and where it's going. I I can't say enough about that because yes, in fact, when you're grieving is not an easy time to learn all that. So if you can prepare, and children, if you happen to be listening and you have a parent, help them wrap their heads around it. You'll be saving yourself a lot of work should they go. Trust me. Trust me on that. Okay. So before I wrap up, Stacy, I want to turn the mic over to you and let you speak directly to our listeners. I know you've already given them a lot of tips and everything. You can repeat You can say whatever you want to without me leading you on with questions. Go ahead; it's your turn.
1: You know, I I, what I want to do is just give everyone listening a big, a big hug, and um, I just want to encourage you to know that you've got this. I struggled; I call it financial confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, I really struggled building my own financial confidence um, because I didn't feel like I was good at math and that this money thing was pretty complicated, right? But I have to tell you, Kathy, it's not. And I also realize I'm I'm pretty darn good at math. Mm-hmm. And so know that when you go and you turn into CNBC or you see Jim Cramer on his show, and it, you know, I watch that and my heart pressure, like my blood pressure goes <laughs> up, my heart rate goes up to right. 120, and I'm not even like moving. It creates a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. and that's not what. This is about. Um, right. It's about saving for the future. It's about taking care of yourself, and it's about investing. And you know, these are they're things that mm-hmm. you again don't have to be a rocket science scientist to to understand. Right. Even though when you you know watch certain TV shows, they they kind of make it look like that way. And mm-hmm. um, I just want to say, as women, we've got this, and in fact, right. women are better investors. We have higher returns than our male counterparts. Mm-hmm. And we also tend to save more as a percentage Mm -hmm. of our our income. So um, I think when it comes to finances, we have a foot ahead. We just have to believe in ourselves. And for a lot of us, we just haven't flexed our financial muscle. And so this might be the first time you're doing that. But we know if you go to the gym, you get stronger Mm -hmm. and healthier. And it's the same thing with this. Once you get more involved with your finances, you'll get stronger and you'll also get financially healthier.
0: I couldn't agree more. And to our listeners, I will say If you're not good at math, that's what they have calculators for. Exactly. Right. If you can can read and follow a recipe, I've seen some of those recipes. If you can read and follow a recipe, you can learn about your own finances. Yeah. And I think there's probably, if you don't believe it yet, wait, but there's probably greater motivation with your own finances than there is completing a recipe. So yeah. don't despair, and there's help available should you need it, SavvyLadies.org. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly.
1: We're there for you.
0: Okay. Stacy, I can't thank you enough. In fact, I had this brainstorm. I think every year you need to come back right after the new year so that we can do things like this again. I love it. And just yeah. remind everybody because otherwise, you know, your episode kind of gets buried in the weeks that follow. And I can't stress it enough. It I have gone from having an absolutely horrible, 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 in the basement credit rating, partially because of a husband. But I have been able to repair that. So I was Mm -hmm. finally able to go out and buy myself a brand new car. First time in my life ever. First time in my life.
1: Amazing. Yeah.
0: And how amazing does that feel,
1: right? Incredible. To be able to do
0: that. Incredible. To be
1: able to do that for
0: yourself. Especially, my grandsons think it's pretty cool. Grandma's got a racy car. So that was fun <laughs> too. So, uh, ladies, you can do it. Listeners, you can do it. Take these words to heart. Check out francisfinancial.com, savvyladies.org, and do something about your financial wealth. Learn it, understand it, and then let it grow, and you'll have a great, great, happy life. Okay, I usually preach about self-care, but I can't think of anything more specific to self-care than taking care of yourself financially. So on that note, I'll just wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Hope you join us again next week as we all continue to live and grieve. Thank you so much for listening with us today. Do you have a topic that you'd like us to cover or do you have a question from one of our episodes? Please email us at info at
1: com and let us know. We hope you will find a moment to leave a review, send an email, and share with others. Join us next time as we continue to live and grieve together.